Hey, welcome to Sunday Afternoon Mama, a podcast designed to help you learn to create a calm and joyful atmosphere in your home. I'm your host, Hannah Riddle, a wife, mom, and former teacher living in the Pacific Northwest. I certainly don't have everything figured out, but I hope to encourage and inspire you to be the best mama you can be. Are you ready? Let's jump in. This is episode seven. Here we go. Right before we play this conversation, I do want to say I hope you all had a fantastic Christmas. Ours was wonderful. It's one of my favorite times of year, and it was just so fun to see family and friends, and I hope yours was amazing as well. So last week, we left off halfway through my conversation with my friend, hair and makeup artist, Asti Eckley. We were discussing an everyday look and her favorite lipstick ideas. I'm about to ask a fun question that I hope makes you giggle a little, and then we dive into hair and haircuts and styles and various ideas in case you might feel like you're in a rut. And then we transition into talking about clothes and style and a fun mama form, if you will, (laughs) for you to try. I just love saying that word. Then we conclude with a fun bumblebee moment from Osti, who has four girls, remember, and some of her favorite things right now. All of Osti's contact info will be linked in our show notes from today. So let's jump right back into this conversation, right where we left off talking about lip color. Side note about lipstick. Do you feel like everyone can pull off matte lipstick? Because I kind of feel like no. Like I tried and that was Mm-mm. just definitely not <laughs> for me. I just couldn't do it. And then I was like, is this just a me problem? Or is this like, this is just a unique product? No, I, I think I think the problem <laughs> is, is when this whole matte look came out, uh-huh. the thing that came along with it were these hideous colors. So it wasn't just like, you know, the Kardashian girl making the matte lipstick popular. It was that it was like this dead brownie purple matte lipstick. So that was the real problem. It wasn't the matte. It was the tone. I know exactly what you're talking about. I know the trend you're talking about and I I can't do it either. So like my red lipstick I wear is definitely matte. And so that's gorgeous. So matte Mm -hmm. on like a pretty color is pretty and it won't move. It'll stay but I think where you go wrong is when you get the, the shades that are the wrong color for your lips. So I think you can pick a texture that you want, but you just need to make sure that the color you're choosing is flattering for your face. Okay. That's, that's so helpful. And I'm honestly relieved to hear that. I was getting a little insecure. I'm thinking like, shouldn't I be able to pull off matte lipstick? No. But you're right. I'm thinking I was pigeonholing myself with these horrible colors. Oh, like you, you actually want to look, you want to look alive. Like right. <laughs> Exactly. Like you have a a pulse. (laughs) Exactly. So I feel like some of my, for my coloring, just let's say, because it's lighter, I've blonder hair and, Mm -hmm. you know, fair skin. I think I have to be careful with even reds because I probably should veer away from, you know, those orangey reds or I don't know. Sometimes the pure red doesn't flatter, but pinky red can be amazing, you know? Yeah. And even like a blue, even like a blue undertone red on you would be gorgeous. And here's the thing with red and this Uh has always been my pet peeve ever since I worked at the matte counter years and years and years ago is people never want to commit to the red. They're kind of afraid of it, but they want to do it. So they do this like half thing. They put like a kind of a sheer layer of the red or they, they Mm -hmm. gloss it down. And here's the thing about red and I'm, and I'm talking all shades of red. So bright red, dark red, orange, red, blue, red, those dark purples you're seeing. If you are going to wear it, you need to commit to it. Okay. Okay. There's no, Mm -hmm. there's no like, um, hat one foot in one foot out. You need to put it on (laughs) with a lip liner, full coat of it and rock it. Otherwise 
don't do it okay. at all. <laughs> I love it. It's so good. I can't stop giggling. This is great. Okay. So um, as we talk makeup, I just want to insert this in the conversation that we'll keep going. So I realize as we talk makeup, just real quick, that some people listening might not be super into it. And that's fine. I just think this is just a fun conversation. I just wanted to remind you of that kind of as we keep going here. So, you know, just whatever's going to resonate with you, whatever makes you feel kind of that more confident, that's what we want to encourage you to do. So That being said, let's move on to hair. Okay, I love your hair right now. It's so cute. It seems very versatile too. So can you describe to everyone what it is right now? Yeah, uh, thank you. I'm loving it too. I'm rocking the above the shoulder bob right now and I love it. It's just easy and fresh and yeah. And color, what's your color right now? Oh, it's blonde. It's like like platinum blonde, (laughs) which is so fun. Yeah. So, so fun. So what are some fun styles and cuts for us mamas that are classic and very doable, very low maintenance? You know, let's talk like cuts and then maybe even color a little bit. Absolutely. Yeah. I I wanted to say to what you said earlier and then piggyback that on with the hair when you said like makeup isn't always for everyone. I absolutely agree. And and for any of you that follow me know there are a lot of days that I go no makeup Mm -hmm. as well or literally just lipstick. So for those of you listening who are not makeup people, like that's awesome. Okay. So for my hair, like I said, I'm doing the short blonde bob and that for me has just been awesome. I love it because it's really, really easy. The fact that it's bleached, it, you know, I can get a couple more days out of it. It doesn't need to be washed every single day. And the thing about hair, something that I think is really important for women and something I feel really strongly about is that they invest in a good hairstyle. I think getting a haircut, an actual haircut at a salon is something that just is good for a woman, a mom, somebody that just needs a little bit of something for themselves. When you go there, you get, you know, your hair washed, your scalp massage, and then you get this beautiful haircut that they style for you. And I just think that this is something that's really important for women. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Let's keep talking for a second about dry shampoo too, as it plays into like, you have this great haircut. You don't necessarily have to go every six weeks. You can kind of Mm-hmm. kind of see how long it goes and still looks nice. But just let's talk about the dry shampoo strategy because it's helpful. Yeah. I think once you and your hairstylist pick a haircut that you love and that you can maintain, something that is really important in my opinion is dry shampoo. Because for me, I do not wash my hair every day. I don't have time to do it. I also don't believe it's good for your hair. And because my hair is bleached, it can actually go a couple extra days, but I absolutely have to use dry shampoo. And and for those of you that don't know what dry shampoo is, it's literally what it is named. It's basically a spray that is like a dry powder that basically goes in, absorbs oil and gives your hair a couple more days. And it smells good too. So it kind of refreshes the hair a little bit. Perfect. Yeah. Let's talk about other things people can do, like options we have with hair, like maybe bangs or like length of hair and all like, and then some styles. Yeah. So a a couple different styles that I think are super fun is obviously I love the bob. It's just really easy. I can put curls in and like I said, use dry shampoo and get a couple days out of those curls. Another look that I've always thought is amazing is the top knot because let's face it, it's super easy. It's really versatile. You can throw your hair up in a bun. And in my opinion, the top knot is never going out of style. Um, something I love with the top knot as well as bangs. I remember a couple years ago, I cut my hair when it was dark and long. I cut bangs and I remember I loved those bangs. I felt like 
my hair was just always done because of the bangs. It gave me like a style. Even if I, you know, if my hair was in a ponytail, I still felt like I had a style because of the bangs. I've had bangs in the past too, and I've loved them. You know, I just, I've transitioned because I just get, want to try something else, but I love them too. They're just, they can really frame your face nicely. A lot of hair salons, especially if you're a client there, will actually give you a bang trim for free as well. So if you're somebody who's thinking, I can't do bangs because I, you know, I can't keep them trimmed. A lot of salons, if it's a nicer salon, they will um, do that or charge a very, very small fee to keep them, you know, to keep them up. Yeah, that's awesome. What are your thoughts on braids? I love braids. I think braids are super cute. I remember when my hair was long, I wore braids all the time. I think especially right now, that's a trend that's in style too, is actually girls wearing little French braids or one little braid on the side. And I definitely think they're super cute. Something I used to do when my hair was long is I would braid my hair uh-huh. one day and then I would actually sleep in them and I would take the braids out the next morning and then I would have wavy hair the next day. Yeah, that's awesome. That's perfect. I'm all about saving time. <laughs> yeah. I call it the Elsa braid just because of Frozen where it's like kind of on the uh-huh. side. That's what I do for my daughters a lot. <laughs> they yep. love it too. Yep. And do you feel like with grownups, we can pull that off? Absolutely. Okay, good. Yes. Good. I draw the line at pigtails, but <laughs> <laughs> we can definitely do two braids. I think they're super cute. Okay, perfect. That's good to know. Okay, well, let's transition into outfits and clothes for just a second. I would love to know basically what you're into like right now. What's a good kind of almost formula? I've heard it called a mama form, which cracks me up like uniform, but mama form, if you will. It just makes me laugh. But that's kind of appropriate for just school drop off and errands and all those things we are out and about doing sometimes in a day. So something that I think is really important as I've gotten older is quality versus quantity. So um, I used to go to the store, you know, at Forever 21 or wherever, and I would spend, you know, $100 on 200 things it felt like. And a lot of that stuff would just fall apart. So something I've started to do as I've gotten a little bit older and, and understood the value of nicer things is I want less items, but a better quality item. So for me, recently, I invested in a couple things. Like one, I got a nice new jacket this year. And normally I'm wearing all these little sweaters and scarves and layering and I'm still freezing, you know, at pickup. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, this year I got a nice jacket and it's really cute, but it's just really nice. It's warm. Um, Another thing I did this last year is I bought uh, for spring and summertime, you know, fall, I bought those Loda from Stockholm clogs and Uh they're just super stylish and really cute and comfortable and so versatile. I wear them with pretty much everything. And so for me, I think, a favorite outfit for me would be a hat because I always wear hats and a good lip color. And then I would love, you know, my good pair of my jeans or my overalls or, you know, a sweater and then definitely my coat and either my clogs or if it's raining, a little pair of ankle rain boots. It's definitely my style. Yeah. I love that. Let's keep going a little bit with denim options. Like, so you were mentioning overall and then boyfriend jeans, skinny jeans. What are your favorites? And then to kind of maybe list one little thing you like to pair with those three different types of denim. Again, again, it's a season, right? I had a baby two years ago. So um, <laughs> these days I'm just kind of wearing what I feel confident and comfortable in. But I definitely have a favorite pair overalls that I may wear three to four days a week. I'm just kidding, but maybe three. Um 
And I love, I, I love the boyfriend jeans. I think those are so cute, especially, like I said, I got a pair of those ankle rain boots this year and I just love them. There's no laces on them in the morning when I'm taking the kids, I just throw them on. I come in, take them off. They're super easy. And then, like I said, I definitely am wearing that coat pretty much like every day because it's getting pretty cold outside. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Another item that I actually fell in love with a couple of years ago, you know, in one of the stages of having kids was Old Navy has these jeans that are called the Rockstar jeans and they're high-waisted. And for any of you moms out there that have had babies, mm-hmm. we all love ourselves a pair of high-waisted jeans. So mm-hmm. these jeans are super cute. They're high-waisted, but they're also skinny. So they're just really flattering. And I always have felt really confident in them. So I love wearing a high-waisted pair of jeans with kind of a flowy top with a, you know, either my clogs on the bottom or even, you know, in this time of year, I could even wear boots or whatever. And then like a sweater over the top, but I definitely love, love, love those old Navy rockstar jeans. And I love the price as well. Mm-hmm. I have, I've worn those too. And I, I think I have some right now, actually. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I love them too. I love them. Yeah. Well, now we're going to move into a segment called My Favorite Things. So basically, this is just anything that we are into right now. It could be clothes related. It could be hair and makeup colors something with entertainment or leisure or how you structure your days, anything like that. So I'll go first. So my favorite things right now are ditching the much too depressing crime shows on Netflix because I was just really getting into certain ones that... By the time I was done watching them, I was just sad, you know, <laughs> and it's it's one thing to be watching something for what's supposed to be entertaining and fun for like 45 minutes at night before you go to bed. But if it's like it was really dragging me down and I was thinking about, you know, especially if there was a crime involved, I was thinking about like my family and I was just it was not good. So I thought, you know, I don't need to waste my time on these anymore. Mm-hmm. I, I should probably be laughing or something like if it's going to be entertaining, I want it to actually kind of lift my spirits here. Like, mm-hmm. you know, so I've just tried to kind of steer towards that a little more with like humor instead of the really intense crime shows. Um, yeah. So going back to things that make me laugh, walks in the crunchy leaves. There's still some leaves around. There's, they're almost gone, but there's just still quite a few around our neighborhood. I love um it's very hard, but I, I'm starting to love just accepting help from other people, especially neighbors. So I'm trying to be into that because we have three children and mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. feel like three is that kind of magic number where you start to feel out a little like you can't quite do it all <laughs> on your own. And it's helpful to just be like, yes, that would be great if you, you know, like our neighbor loaned us a leaf blower one time and just kind of offered to help with the leaves. And I thought, yes, this is great. So that's one of my favorite things mm-hmm. right now. And I'm trying to prioritize um, taking better care of my back because I have some back issues. So one of my favorite things is these stretches I'm supposed to do mm. every night and there's a foam roller that I'm supposed to use. And so I'm just trying to get back into that habit because, you know, I need to do it. And then lastly, this is really uh, not a serious one at all. It's just a fun one. It's just wearing thick sweaters as a jacket when it's not raining, you know, because there's still days where it's not super wet right now. So that's good. But anyways, what are some of your favorite things right now? Yeah, for me lately, I have been actually enjoying just quality time with my kids. I know that might sound funny or cliche or something, but I am the kind of person that because I am so busy and I'm doing so much that I tend to just kind of go, 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 go and get through the day and, you know, another day down or whatever. And so lately I've been really just, the Lord's been working on my heart a lot about slowing down 
enjoying those little moments that we just are not going to get back and that honestly go by so fast and just enjoying time with my kids. And, and what I mean by that is like Mm -hmm. in the house, all those little moments throughout the day, just slowing down, doing stuff with them and, you know, talking with them. And what I found is that slowing down like that and being more intentional has actually helped me even with my mood and my reaction and my Mm -hmm. tone of voice and the way I discipline all those things. So that's been something that's been really great. And where that has stemmed from is I actually created a chart at the house. And for some of you listening, that might sound like already like, ah, I don't like charts. I don't like organization, you know, and actually I normally don't either. And I'm definitely a little bit more of a go with the flow kind of person. But what I found is that I was on social media a ton. My kids were watching TV a ton. We just, it just didn't feel, um, I don't know what the right word is. It just didn't mm-hmm. feel rich, mm-hmm. if you will. So I created this chart and basically there are days that I can be on social media and days that I can't. There are days that the kids can watch TV and days that they can't. And I, I aligned it to where the days that couple of the days that they cannot be on TV and that I cannot be on social media, I, I did that together. And, you know, what happens is this great thing and that we have the whole day that we get to do stuff together. And and then, you know, one day I can be on social media and they can watch TV. And you know what, that's my day that I, you know, get my, my work stuff done on there or, or honestly just sit and dink around if I want to. So, and and it's kind of taking that guilt away, if you will. Um, I even have working out on there because for me, as what I have noticed about myself is, having something to follow really does help me because before I would just be like, Oh, I need to be on social media more. Oh, mm-hmm. I need to work out. Oh, I need to do this. I need to read books more. I need to do blah, 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 blah. I need to be a better about my quiet times. Right. But I wouldn't do it because all I was doing was saying, I need to fill in the blank. So creating that chart, it actually gives me accountability, makes it kind of fun. Some of you are thinking <laughs> that does not sound fun. But I think it's fun. Um, and it really is just, it's kind of actually taken all of my my random thoughts and, and helped me be more organized. So that's just been a huge blessing for me. And, and I, I, I hope my kids feel that it's been a blessing to them as well. I love this so much. I, I am a firm believer that boundaries do give us freedom. You know, it's the same with us and our kids. So yeah, yeah. it works with grownups too. It's uh, similar to what I found with TV. I can't just have this free for all with what I watch. So like a boundary will help keep me healthier yeah. and eliminate that bantering back and forth that you do, you know, with yourself, like whether I should do this or what should I watch? I don't know. Would this one be right. okay? And you know, with social media, I don't know. I was only on there five minutes, right? And you just, you don't, if you can't track it or have kind of an outline of this is the day to do this, or this is the type of show I'm going to let myself watch because I know it's, yeah. it's healthier for me. So I, yeah, I just love that. Boundaries do yeah. bring freedom. So Austi, could you share a Bungle moment? And what that is, is just something cute or funny or silly that happened recently with your kids that just helped you kind of laugh and not take everything too seriously and just kind of reminded you of the joy of childhood. I'd love to, I'd love to hear. And I know with four girls, there's got to be tons of moments like this. Oh man. Yeah. There's a lot. I mean, I had, <laughs> I had already planned one to tell you. Um, but then as, as you're talking, I'm sitting here remembering tonight, my little 17 17- <laughs> month baby girl. She sees me sweep all the time, you know, and she's like, tonight she's in the living room and she's put on her sister's little princess (laughs) shoes and she has the broom and the dustpan. She's trying to sweep and she just looks so cute. (laughs) She's just so cute. Um, but no, my, my actual, um, bungle bee moment is, goes out to my, one of my twins, Lillian. She's just 
hilarious. And she just makes me laugh all the time. She's just a funny, funny kid. But anyways, we, I have like throw pillows on my couch, you know, in the, in the living room. And one of them were, was gone one day. And I mean, we're talking like gone, you know, I've cleaned up and like, usually I can find them somewhere. They have them like under the couch, you know, the table or they have them behind the chair or something, but I couldn't find it anywhere. So I was asking everyone, where's mommy's blue pillow? Like, not that I cared about the pillow, but it was just weird. It was gone. So nobody spoke up. Everyone's like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And of course, Lily was like, wouldn't even look at me. I'm like, okay. So then that night, um, Eleanor comes out and of course is like, mommy, look what I found in Lillian's bunk bed. And it was my pillow. Um, and so I asked her, you know, why didn't you tell mommy the truth? And of course we discussed that part later, but after I laughed hysterically because she she doesn't say her L very well and so she has this little no no is what his name is he's a little pink and she said well mommy no no needed a PO and I was like oh, okay this is the same girl that drew no no with a sharpie on my sheets in my bed okay drew the penguin with a sharpie and I actually kept the sheets because they're super that cute but incredible. Um, I think in those moments you know of course I had to talk to her later about you know, being honest and speaking up. And we, we actually talk about that a lot with her, but I don't know how you don't laugh in that moment. I mean, it was so cute and funny. And the way she says P.O. I mean, I just, I can't, I can't get over it. When she stops saying it and says it right, I'm going to be sad. I know. So I love it. That's a good one. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you. Oh, well, We are drawing near the end of our conversation. That was so much fun to chat with you. I am really, really happy that you joined me on this episode. And I'm I'm really seeing the need to kind of have you back on future episodes, I think, if you're up for it. (laughs) Yes, I would love that. Thank you. Well, Asti, before you go, could you just share your contact info in case people want to follow you on social media? That would be amazing. Absolutely. Yes. So I have a website. It's just Asti Eckley, A-U-S-T-I-E. E-C-K-L-E-Y.com. And on there, you'll find a link and it's called On the Journey. And that's where you can kind of follow what I'm doing more personally, spiritually, work, kind of beauty, family, all of those types of blog posts. And then Mm -hmm. as far as social media, my more of the personal journey is at Raising May Babes. So that's all one word, R-A-I-S-I-N-G-M-A-Y. B-A-B-E-S, Raising May Babes. And then my work one is just Ostiecli, A-U-S-T-I-E-E-C-K-L-E-Y. And like I said, that's more of my professional page. You can also follow our charity at 28 and 6, spelled out as well. So 28 and 6, if you guys want to keep up with what's happening with the charity. Perfect. Well, all of Ostie's contact info will be linked in the show notes and other relevant details like that fabulous lip color in case you want to check it out. Thank you again for joining me this week. Well, that wraps up this week's episode of Sunday Afternoon Mama. I'd love to hear from you. Email me at hannah at sundayafternoonmama.com. Send a little Facebook message or leave a voicemail. Just call 1-401-371-MAMA. That's 1-401-371-6262. And as always, let's notice the funny moments with our kids this week. Use the hashtag... Bungle Bee moment if you would like to show us on Instagram. 
be sure to tune in next week and please tell a friend or family member if you like this podcast so they can check it out too. Good old fashioned word of mouth is one of the best ways to spread the news. Also, if you love the show, click subscribe in iTunes and leave a review. Come visit my website, sundayafternoonmama.com and check out our Instagram account for this podcast. It's at sundayafternoonmama, all lowercase. And there'll be some fun Instagram stories for bonus content. I'll be back with you again next week. In the meantime, I am seeking joy and peace with you so that we can be better mamas together. Take a deep breath and smile. You've got this. Bye for now, sweet friends.